Hey everyone, welcome to the roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We've had some great couple months of interviews on past episodes. You heard from great teams behind Pixelvolt, Artblock, Supduck, Lazy Lions, Crypto Dads, Wall Street Bulls, Sappy Seals, and many, many more. We got more interviews coming your way soon. We also got NFT merch in the works on today's episode. Brian and I will run through some of the latest NFT news out there. Talk about a very exciting uh, sequel to a very hyped project out there. Um, it's in the thumbnail and the title. If you're not aware, we're going to dive into that. We'll also share what the top 10 NFTs were by sales volume last week and much, much more. Stay tuned, everyone. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone, as you heard me say, this is the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT-focused show. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, FTX US, which is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs featuring no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer. And the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more and sign up for the FTX app, click on the link in the description below and also pin to the chat right now. Again, a big shout out to our friends at FTX for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, while I'm waiting on Brian here, uh, again, a quick call to action. Please go ahead, smash the like on today's video. Let us know you're here. If you are watching live on YouTube, give us a shout out in the chat. As you can see, that chat will roll through on the screen throughout today's episode. We'd love to hear from you and interact with you. And also a shout out to all our viewers that are watching this after we aired live at 2 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. We appreciate your support as well. And another big shout out to all our podcast listeners. You can catch the roadmap on all major podcast platforms. And it is one of many Benzinga uh, podcasts providing the best in stock, crypto, and NFT coverage. Um, so as I said today, we're going to talk a lot about vfriend 2 we will get into the 10 nfts of last week by sales volume and also some other projects that we're watching uh it looks like i've got my co-host brian good to go in the back here so without further ado let me go ahead and bring on my co-host brian moore brian what's going on buddy oh just trying to make sure these dogs are okay they're always getting into something that, hey, they're, they're perfectly fine. They just want to chill with you. And uh, maybe they want to hear more about this VFriends 2 drop That's since there's said. some uh, animals in that uh, series. So uh, I'm excited to to dive into that later on on the show. Uh, you know, that's one of the biggest projects out there, VFriends. And now we're getting a second series. And again, you know, 
Gary V, uh, a man who I've had the privilege of interviewing, he's definitely not one I would want to bet against in this space. Um, he's been on top of the NFT trend, just like he's been on top of many other trends before. Um, but Brian, before we get into V friends, uh, it's Tuesday. Let's go ahead and take a look at the top 10 NFTs by sales of volume last week. So the list was topped by a newcomer for the second straight week. So Cyber Brokers, uh, $22.9 million topping the list, followed by last week's leader, Invisible Friends, $20.2 million, fa falling 68%. Then we had Clone X, third, Wonder Pals, fourth, Board Ape Yacht Club, Azuki, Axie Infinity, CryptoPunks, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, and then coming in 10th place, a name that I have not heard from in a while, so rare, which is digital soccer trading cards. Um, I, I have some somewhere. I haven't taken a look at them, but Brian, it might be time to uh, pull up my so rare account and see uh, how, how much those are worth now. But before we dive into some of the, the stats here, anything stand out to you in the, the top 10 list here? I think what you said so rare and uh, cyber brokers. I don't know much about that, but I guess they are they did they just launch or did they have some news happen like so rare might have? So they just launched. Um, it's a collection of 10,000 and they have a floor price of two ETH. They've been revealed. Um, this is a project I can honestly say I did not know a ton about going oh. into the mint. There you can see it on the screen here. Um, really cool artwork. Um, you know, and it, it just really took off and caught on. And so this was number one, Brian. Um, you know, the, the question here is, can it stay? Because um, if you look at that top 10, you, of course, see Invisible Friends in second place. And now while Invisible Friends fell a lot, I mean, the fact that it only fell number wise to second place, I almost feel like provides some lasting power here, Brian. A lot yeah. of times we see these newcomers hit the top 10 for a week and, and then they fall out and they're never heard from again. So what do you that's make of Invisible Friends just falling from first place to second place? I mean, that that's a, it's pretty impressive, actually. I mean, it's there's been a whole lot of, of these other projects kind of pushing through and going on. So that's that's pretty cool. I, I like that. What do you um just to maybe circle back to your um super special ultra rare little guy from last week? Can you like give us a little bit of heads up on what's going on with that project? So Wonder Pals is still kicking along. You can see it on the top 10 there, right? Um the floor price now is 0 0.5. So we have fallen a little bit. Um mm. last week we were trading between like 0.6 and 0.75 on the floor. Um, my bubble body has not sold yet. Um, I do have it listed now for three ETH. Um, Ooh, again, will. as a reminder, there are only 43 of these and the lowest priced one is 2.5 right now. So Brian, I actually have four, um, listed cheaper than mine. So I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, I well, might have to watching you could you can own what Chris used to own. There you go. Exactly. It's all on the <laughs> blockchain, guys. I mean, you mm -hmm. can own you can own the one that I this owned. is Chris K. All right. And, and you know, there has been some sales of the the bubble trait again, going from mm -hmm. like two to to five ETH. So it is a, a decent one. And again, this is ranked number 133 in the collection. 
Um, but I, I think I might just sit at three for a while here again. I, I, I wanted to sell this to buy a couple floor ones and get into some other projects. But at this point, I don't really want to, you know, just let this go, you know, for a low yeah. price because and I believe in the collection. My favorite one. I'll, I'll yeah. be honest, this is my favorite one out of all of them, not just because it's yours, but I, I really like that one a whole lot. Yeah. See, the color just, I, I love it. The fact that, mm. you know, it's bubble, it, it's see-through, and you get that color then all the way through. Um, the angry eyes, too. I mean, that's a trait that's only like 1% or 2%, and the gray hoodie, same thing, a, a 1% to 2% trait. So, um, you know, this thing just, it, it jumps off the page. It looks good, and I'm excited to have it. And if someone wants to buy it for three, they can. But otherwise, you know, the, these people that keep shooting me the offers of like 1.1%, our 1.2 ETH, they're, they're not going to get accepted. Either. They're not going to get accepted, mm -hmm. guys. So so move along. <laughs> uh, but, Brian, uh, Clone X was third place on the week. Um, it That's was one of, one of a few that actually gained, right? We saw in the top 10 list, Cyber Brokers was new, but the majority of them were down, right, in sales volume in terms of dollars. Uh, Clone X was actually up 10%. And that's a name that keeps bouncing between the top 10 and like the top 20. Um, third place is the highest I think it's been since uh, they did their reveal. So that's a, a decent move there. Um, you know, we also saw Axie Infinity jump back into the top 10. CryptoPunks jump back, back into the top 10. Um, you know, the name that just won't go away, the OG. Um, <laughs> so those were some of the, the bigger moves. Um, and then, Brian, I have to highlight a couple here outside of the top it. 10. So we had uh, three landers, which was second place last week, came in 11th place. So you heard me say Invisible Friends moved from first to second. Three landers moved from second to 11th. So uh, I'm afraid that that might be all for that in terms of hitting in the top 10, um, barring any you know big news or big interest in that project. And then uh, Krabata, the one that's built on the Avalanche blockchain, 12th place, Brian. So that one just keeps kind of hovering around the top 10 um, with that play to earn there. game. You know, yeah, it's I mean, in there. That's impressive. I mean, again, it's the highest Avalanche-based project. And that, I mean, you take a look at that top 10 and it's very, very heavy on Ethereum. So uh, outside of Ethereum, though, we did have NFL all day, which uh, uh, some people may have seen me open my pack of. Uh, from Dapper Labs came in 21st place with 4.6 million and NBA Top Shot 15th place 5.4 million. So uh, sports trading cards, uh, you know, in the, the digital sports NFTs, definitely a growing market. And this was the first week with NFL all day really having their marketplace open for a while. So I, I almost expect that one. We'll see it in the top 10 maybe during the NFL season next fall. Um, but right now, being the off season, I think it's just a little out of favor. Um, we did see the Walking Dead Walker Access, um, which, of course, is based on the popular Walking Dead show, came in 13th place, 5.5 million in sales volume. That's a project, Brian, I remember hearing about like a month ago, and I kind of wrote it off, ignored it, and look at it coming in 13th place. Um and yeah. then, of course, V Friends, right? So V Friends, which you're going to hear us talk about a lot in a minute, was 16th last week with a staggering 259% gain in sales volume. So obviously, people were getting excited for the V Friends 2 announcement and also for the perks that holders are going to have. I see a floor price on V Friends right now of 15.75. 
Uh, so that's what I've got for the top 10 and kind of the top 20 there. Um, anything else to add here, Brian? No, I think that um, that pretty much covers it. I mean, uh, no, I, the one I'm still really interested in learning more about is so rare um, because it's kind of out of nowhere. Like you said, it's just super uh, fascinating, I guess, is the word you might want to use for it. It's just crazy that it, it, it snuck its way up to the top 10. Yeah, and like I said, I don't know if there was news out or if they had a new release or anything, mm-hmm. but it is uh, essentially, you know, digital soccer cards. And I remember getting some before. Um, you got like a free pack, I think, for signing up. Um, and, y- you know, they you could earn rewards, earn points. It was almost like a fantasy soccer kind of thing, too. And, and there you see like the different rarities, right? So, I mean, there was like Cristiano Ronaldo rares, selling for, you know, six figures a couple months ago. But the project I just hadn't heard a lot from lately. And obviously there's soccer, you know, seasons going on right now. We got the Champions League. We got the English Premier League and lots of others going on. So it may just be that they had a couple big sales or they had some news. So I'll have to dive more into that. I am seeing a comment in the chat um, from... Uh, A user here asking, NFL all day, do they have a license with NFL? The answer is yes. So Dapper Labs, um, which previously released NBA Top Shot, they have a license deal with the NBA and with the NFL. They also have deals in place with UFC. And since we're talking about soccer, they do have some soccer partnerships too. So we may be getting soccer moments in the future. So great question there. Um, But NFL all day, Brian, I do have a couple NFL all day packs that uh, maybe I'm going to have to open on a, a future stream here. So uh, you're just holding on to. I like that. I'm holding on to them. You know, I don't know if that's a wise decision because, you know, who knows what's in there. But I love opening them on air. I mean, it, it's kind of boring to just sit at home and open the pack by myself, right, <laughs> where I could open it on air. Um, I was able to open a pack when you were off one day with uh, uh, Mitch. And I got a a rare Patrick Mahomes that is worth uh, some hundreds of dollars uh, that came from a $49 pack. So, I mean, I'll I'll take it. I haven't sold it yet. I'm sitting on it. Um, But I got more packs to open. So uh, let me know in the chat right now if you guys want to see me open some packs maybe later this week or next week. Let me know and maybe we can get a stream all set up. Uh, well, Brian, what do you think? Should we dive into, um, oh, I didn't even think of that, Brian. I definitely mm. saw the news today. Aaron Rodgers re-upped his contract with the um, Packers. And, and then also, I don't know if you saw this, Russell Wilson was just traded to the Denver Broncos. Uh, mm-hmm. So I saw a Russell Wilson moment there towards the top. My guess is that those moments are now flying as Broncos fans scoop them up. So we saw this happen with NBA Top Shot, where I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Where when the trade deadline hit, you know, people were scooping up those moments then because you got whole new fan bases. So mm-hmm. I, I probably missed it, but if anyone out there watching us live right now, go ahead and peek at those uh, Russell Wilson moments, and uh, maybe you can take advantage again. Not advice here, but just a, a catalyst with the uh, recent trade that just happened a little bit ago that I have not written my article about yet but uh, definitely will be later. Well, Brian, V Friends um, was kind of this groundbreaking NFT series that was launched by Gary V, um, also known as Gary Vaynerchuk, a entrepreneur, a legendary investor. 
Um, he was early to the NFT space. And so he decided to launch VFriends. They're kind of these drawings that he did, right, with some Sharpies, um, different animals. They have different names. And some of them include different perks, right? Like there's one that uh, includes gifts. There's one where you get a Zoom call with Gary V, a one-on-one, um, and various other perks. So they're really cool. They launched with a, uh, a, a Dutch auction before, I believe. And again, you can see the floor price, 15.75. Um, he also sold the artwork to some of these, um, the original sketches at an auction, and they went for six figures. Um, this is just a huge project. Um, it occasionally yeah. pops into the top 10. It's uh, in the top 20 in sales volume of all time. Uh, and again, I, I just feel like Gary Vee is going to uh, deliver. And one of the things that every VFriends owner gets is they get a ticket to go to VCon, which we talked about, right? That upcoming, uh, essentially the Coachella for NFTs being held in Minnesota in the month of May. Um, and now we get more perks, right? That all VFriends Series 1 holders are going to get access to VFriends 2, which is going to be one of the biggest mints of the year, Brian, I would assume. So let's go ahead and let's dive into the details that we got for VFriends 2. So, I mean, VFriends 1 launched just nine months ago, um, 10,255 in that series. So as I said, every Series 1 holder now is going to get the perk that they get to claim a free just the cost of gas, Series 2 NFT of their current character. So again, Series 2 characters are going to be kind of an evolution of Series 1. So a little bit mm -hmm. different, similar, uh, you know, animals, similar names. Um, so there is some different supplies here. So as we break it down, we have admission tokens, total supply 9,400. VFriends Series 1 holders of an admission token will be receiving the same character that they own with the exclusive evolving pose. Um, and so then we also have gift tokens, which is gift goats. Total supply 555. VFriends Series 1 gift token holders will be claiming a Series 2 gift goat character in a variation of two possible poses, depending on your addition number being odd or even. We also have access tokens, total supply 300. For FaceTime Frog, that was that one-on-one -on -one, uh, meeting with uh, Gary V. Hangout Hawk, Dinner Deer, um, those will be retiring as NFTs, but will be continuing to develop the intellectual property of these characters. Um, so you get to also claim a Series 2 NFT for free. Um, the claim period date has not been announced, but let's take a look at VFriends. Series two supply. I think we have an image here, Alyssa, um, that broke down all the different numbers. There it is there. So Brian, total supply, 55,555 VFriends Series 2. That is a pretty big number, right? When we take a look at some of these collections that are 10,000. But when you break it down here, you have the Friends List Mint, 32,000, uh, which those are going to be more details soon. Um, there was that book that Gary Vee had where if you bought 12 copies of the book, you got uh, a mint pass. People can earn their way up to a Series 2 uh, VFriends through that book club. You also have all Series 1 holders getting a free a Series 2. So that's the 10,255. 
Then you have 15 new characters, which is a supply of 3,300. And then, Brian, for me and you, uh, the third one in their public mint, total supply 10,000. So don't fret. If you don't own AV Friends Series 1, you will still have a chance to get AV Friends Series 2. I'm going to be trying, Brian. I don't oh, know yeah. the date yet. I don't know the cost yet. What are your initial reactions, though? Because, I mean, 55555 that's a big number. Are, are you worried at all about that? Or do you think because of the demand for these, it's going to be justified here? I think it'll be justified. And by justified, I mean, I think that I will not be able to afford it unless I get really <laughs> lucky and I hit it right at the moment. I need to. Yeah, I mean, I think agreed. I, I remember when Series 1 came out and I looked at it and then I like, I don't know if I can get in on this. Um, but I definitely missed out because you had a chance to turn, you know, two or three ETH, whatever it was, into, you know, now 15 Stupid ETH. money. Yeah. And, and now you also get a free Series 2. So again... This reminds me a little bit of uh, Board Ape, right? Where ho owning a Board Ape, you got the free Board Ape Kennel Club. You also got the Mutant Serum. V Friends now delivering on that as well. Um, so this is really exciting. Uh, and, and I'm excited to see more on this. So V Friends too. And I also saw a couple tweets from uh, Gary V that I wanted to highlight here. Um, one was that people are really missing the greater point of opportunity with so many of the NFT projects. The leader, CEO, artist, driver of the project really matters more than has been discussed. Um, he also had a tweet. You thought it was four-year-old sketches. I thought it was 44 years of developing a world and a top 10 intellectual property. I, I'll see you all in 2049. Brian, top 10 intellectual property. Gary Vee has gone on before to say, you know, that he's essentially creating the another, you know, Disney or a, a company mm -hmm. like that by building out VFriends. What do you think uh, of kind of that statement of building a top 10 intellectual property? Uh, I mean, uh, it, I don't even know how, what to say. Like, I think that he is probably one of the only people in maybe in the world and especially in this space that can actually compete with the competitors he's up against. I mean, and it's just pretty much solely him and his community and the way he grows things organically. Like I love Gary V a whole lot. <clears throat> I know some people don't like him and I know some people have mixed feelings about him, but I really like him. I like everything that he does. I think some of his stuff is a little weird. Like sometimes he'll go, he'll show you he's going to a garage sale and he's like, I'm going to buy this for 25 cents. And then later in the video, he shows you how he made $3 million off that 25 cents. You're like, wow, dude, appreciate you. Thanks for rubbing that in my face. But you know, it's like, it's just really cool to see that anyone can do what he has and what, I mean, what he has accomplished. And so I, I think that um, if anyone can, you know, make all this stuff happen, it's him. And I think the price is justified. I hope to get in, in on it. I want some of the IRL, um, uh, I guess, not prizes, but things you get from holding the benefits. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I, I love it. I'm, I'm all about this project and I, I really, really hope I can get into it. I'll find a way somehow, <laughs> some way. 
Definitely. Uh, you might have to hit some of those garage sales up, Brian, and uh, right. do the, the flipping strategy. I'm all that about he, it. Well, we've been, we've been getting into that. So it's it, it can be – it's pretty cool. It can be profitable. I don't want to have, like, just a bunch of uh, storage units full of crap, but, uh, right. you know, it's, it's, it can be cool. There you go. Well, all right. There on the screen, we have one of the images for Patient Panda. Uh, Alyssa, can you pull up some of those other images of VFriends Series 2 here? Um, there's one there. Uh, so, I mean, these look cool. And, and Brian, no offense to VFriends Series 1, right? Oh, these are so much better. But these are so much better. <laughs> There's so much more detailed. Um, you know, there, there. I, I never knew if it was it. Did he do it or did kids draw these? He did it. He drew them. Sorry, G. No, he he drew them. And again, Sorry, I mean, we Gary knew that G. they were going to have benefits for real life and also lead to this series too. Yeah, and so much better. That, that one was, might be yeah. my favorite right there. Um, out <clears throat> of the five that I we've did shown. Think that uh, I, at first I thought uh, children drew it, and so I was like, man, it, this, I like this project and everything. And then I did learn that he um, drew them. So it's like, come on, dude. You, like I, I get it, but now you're just selling a you know, something anyone can draw, but it's Gary V. So I respect him for it. And if he makes money doing that, then that's awesome. And I still like it and stand behind everything I said, but these are so much better. Definitely. That one's pretty sweet there too, with the heart uh, again. I mean, just so well done and he is building, you know, intellectual property and Brian, I don't know if you remember me sharing a couple months ago that V friend signed a deal with Uno so they actually released a Uno I, deck yeah, with the friends, right? That. That's, that's sold, out, like sold that. out so fast. Well, today you have one. I I was not able to get it. I was it never never went through. I tried and just did not get it. But um, V friends also announced a partnership with Fanatics, um, which is one of the leading trading card and sports uh, companies out there. Um, so they announced this today that Zero Cool, which will be the first trading card brand for culture and a new technology platform, VFriends is launching a trading card set through a blind Dutch auction. So bids start today and go through Thursday, March 10th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I hate um, these auctions because I know I'm never going to get it. I wish I just knew the price and that way I could grind and make it, not just kind of hope. Yeah, so <sighs> so for, for anyone out there who doesn't know, so a blind Dutch auction. So let's break down exactly what that means. So blind means you don't see the bids, right? That, that's what that means. Dutch auction means... Um, uh, highest to lowest. So what that means is let's say there was only one of a certain trading card and Brian bids five ETH and I bid four ETH. Brian would win the auction if those are the only two bids submitted because he had the highest bid put in. Um, so this is going to launch, um, uh, I forgot how many there is now. I think there's 800 boxes. Each box has a pack of cards. Um, so again, people will bid and then they will take the X amount of the highest bids because of the blind Dutch auction. So this is kind of a cool, interesting way, but also as Brian said, you don't really know the price. Um, you could end up overpaying, right? I mean, if I submit a bid of 15 ETH, maybe the next highest person only bids like 8 ETH. 
I still have to pay the 15 ETH, right? It's not like they just say, oh, he bid 8 ETH, so you can pay 8 ETH, right? They don't meet in the middle. It's the the top bids. So, um, but also the benefits are you don't have to worry about, you know, a bidding war. You don't have to worry about gas, right? If, If you have a certain amount of money, and you're willing to get these, you can probably bid and, and win that, right? So again, there's pros and cons with this method. Um, I think it's interesting. And I think that these cards then once, uh, you know, people buy them, open those packs, and you're able to buy and sell them, I think these will be highly collectible as well. And they talked about three principles for zero cool. So uh, they want to have long-term value, um, over short-term profits. They want to have equitable distribution. So fair access to trading cards through this new distribution strategy, transparency of the process and transparency of data. And they also want to have market-based pricing. So the price of trading cards should be set by the market, not the manufacturers. And I they like will attempt that. to release <clears throat> as many products as possible. Um, so... You know, uh, again, Brian, lots of pros and cons here. The the one thing I do like is that that last point, right, is that the market decides. So let's say Gary V thinks these are worth, you know, 20 ETH for a pack of cards, right? Well, let's say everyone else only thinks they're worth 10, right? The market decides, right? The artist doesn't decide, the market decides. So that's kind of interesting because, you know, so many of these NFT projects, Brian, we see the mint cost set by the artist or by the creator, right? And, and there's a huge difference between these projects setting a mint cost of 0.05 and the ones that have a mint cost of, you know, 0.25. So, you know, a lot to take away from this. I'm going to have an article out later today talking about both of these things from vFriends. Um, Brian, what are, what are some more takeaways here? Uh, you know, so we're getting V friends series two soon, um, where, you know, holders of V friends one will get free mint. There will be 10,000 in a public mint. And then we're also getting V friends, uh, trading cards, uh, with a blind, uh, Dutch auction. I really want some of the trading cards. Um, personally, I think they're really cool. One thing that I would like um, one of these V friends for is I would like to uh, own one and put it in a wallet for my daughter so she can have That's it good idea. and utilize some of the benefits that some of the stuff would come from. And maybe it's something that she will like because she's only four. She'll be five in April. So she's got time to still, you know, really enjoy all this stuff. And I'm kind of jealous that she gets to grow up in a world where we're now that this is shaping her future instead of me being a part of it, which is kind of cool because I get to help build it and be a part of it. But, you know, when we grew up, we just had the training cards. We didn't have the NFT aspect. So I think that's kind of cool. And I, I like it. And I don't really have anything else to add besides I'm pretty excited about it. Brian, those are excellent points. I mean, I remember, again, collecting cards as a kid, opening packs, and there was a risk of damaging the cards too, right? Yeah, but so, we didn't care because we were kids. Yeah, so, you know, you traded them with other people. You played mm-hmm. with them. I mean, I remember organizing them, you know, uh, messing around with them on the, the carpet, and, you know, they get dirty. They lose their, you know, mint condition. So there's a huge difference of, you know, digital trading cards where they don't run those same risks. You also don't have to worry about losing them 
um, you know, with some exceptions of your your wallet and your your seed phrase oh, here. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you don't have to risk like if you move from a a, a house to another house, you don't <clears> have to risk, you know. Oh, oh crap! Yeah, your, Where is that box of cards? Your parents, yes, yeah, selling them at a yard sale or giving yeah. them away, right? Um, so, and also with that being said about your your daughter, right? I mean, how much time, Brian, did you and I? I mean, I don't want to say waste because it was fun, but how much time did we spend playing video games as kids? And we didn't earn money from playing those video wow. games, right? Still, it wasn't play to it. earn. And now, you know, your your daughter, my kids, they're going to grow up in this generation of someday just every video game you play, <clears throat> you're going to be able to, you know, not only buy skins and buy in-game purchases, you're going to be able to sell them. You're going to be able to earn them. Well, and, and another aspect to that, too, is they're going to have their own ecosystem and their own economy, not the sense of where they have an economy to where you have to put in your own money into it, but you can actually play to earn money. And then it has real world value as opposed to <clears throat> putting in ten dollars or you know, however much to buy the newest skin or anything like that. Cause I, I, we grew up in a time where you didn't have to do that. So I didn't do it. Well, I guess you could have done that with a, a wow or something like that, but I didn't really play that, but you know what I mean to where you can like Axie infinity, you can make that income and actually goes into real world value and has actual monetary value to it. You can play make that income and it can go into the game or outside of the game and become use it into fiat or something like that. Like it's who it's nuts. Yeah, you know, uh, again, there's so much to take away from this. Um, v friends, you know, again, and there's just so much going on, Brian. I'm excited yeah. to write up this article on V friends, and we will be covering all the V friends series two news as it happens. So stay tuned, all our viewers and listeners out there. We'll let you know when that public mint is going to happen. But right now, if you want a V friends series two, um, you can buy a series one. For 15.75 ETH to guarantee your, your entry. You can join the VFriends Discord where there is <laughs> contest and you know giveaways. Or you can uh you know just follow Gary V on Twitter and get all the latest news um of when you know these book clubs and other things are going to get that alpha and going to be able to get into series two. So yeah, or just uh, message him daily, every day, every minute <laughs> until he responds. You know, there is people that do that, Brian. They comment all the that, time, I like, I, yeah, I can't, I can't afford, I can't get a series one. And you know what? Occasionally he does buy them or give them to people. And he's been doing that for months where he's randomly posted, hey, anyone out there who doesn't own an NFT yet, send me your wallet um, and I'll send you an NFT. The right? trick is to watch his videos and see what he does and what he likes. And I, <clears throat> I tell you what, Gary V, I'm going to come on some way, some shape, some form, and ask you for five minutes of your time or 15 seconds of your time to come on our YouTube show or Twitter space to just talk. I know you can't afford that amount of time. I know you can make it happen. So we're going to clip this out and we're going to make it happen. And Chris and I are going to talk to you on uh, Benzinga. And because you know Jason, you know everybody, you know us here, let's talk about it. Gary V, we want you. We got to have you on. Let's make this happen. I know you got five seconds just to say, hey, this is what I have. This is what I'm all about. Pitch it. 
Agreed. I mean, if our if our whole point of the show is to do NFT, you know, research and education, right? What better name than Gary V to provide that for our viewers and our listeners? So shout out Gary V. Um, we'd love to have you on a future episode <clears throat> of the roadmap. Well, have um, Jason on too, you know, have him talk about it. Teach, teach Raz about NFTs. That could there be a, that go. could be a fun episode. We love it. Uh, I, I can see it now. Uh, well, Brian, we also had some other news out there. Um, this is a collection I've talked about before, Boss Beauties. Um, it's one of several uh, female-led projects. They had news out today. So today is International Women's Day, and they announced as part of mom. Yeah, as part of International Women's Day, we are happy to introduce our social impact collab, Dream Like a Boss, a partnership with Hugo Boss, offering young women um, from marginalized and underrepresented groups professional mentorship opportunities. So great push there from Boss Beauties. Um, They also have a role models collection that was recently rolled out on OpenSea. These will be auctioned off. The auction starts at 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow and goes through March 12th. This is Boss Beauty's Role Models, which celebrates inspiring women throughout history and incredible modern day women working with us to provide mentorship opportunities. Um, Let's go ahead. Let's take a look at this collection, Brian. So um, again, a lot of names from the past, like I saw like Eleanor Roosevelt, um, uh, Sojourner Truth. Um, We have uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Rosa Parks. Um, Some of the really cool ones right there. Sally Ride on the left, who's the astronaut who lost her life in the Challenger explosion. Um, I, I really think that that one looks, you know, really cool. The background, the astronaut suit. Um, Princess Di, the row below this, and Mother Teresa. Those are two of my favorites. Cleopatra on the right. I mean, these just look really cool. Yeah, and they really they really celebrate, you know, moments of history. Um, I Joan of Arc there. Um, and then I'm trying to think of the other uh, favorites I had. Yeah, RBG is somewhere in here. Um, yeah, there's RBG. So Brian, uh, Amelia Earhart. Who, I mean, who do you think ends up going for the most in this auction? Do you think it's oh, going to be God. based on their, you know, historical I think that's significance? Sexist to even say, Chris, you I'm think what? Say it. I think that's sexist to even say. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'll come out and I'll throw out some guesses. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess the Princess Diana or the RBG one go for the most. I think RBG. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, she just she was uh, right at the. I mean, she passed away right when the pandemic is in the middle of it. And we had all this stuff with the election and all this crazy stuff happening. And I think that she is pretty one of my favorite significant, um, powerful figures in my life. And I I, I really respect her. And I, I, I would hope she would actually go for the most. Yeah. And then there were some of people that are still alive. Um, the one that I know was uh randy zuckerberg um who of Mm -hmm. course we remember from that uh that great that great jingle um we're all we're we're all gonna make it lfg in the background there her soul so she actually got this gifted to her so this won't be part of the auction she Mm. got that um and then also that soul holler at me i got (laughs) it 
Yeah, Randy Zuckerberg, if you're listening and if you like Solana, uh, uh, you're going to want to hit up Brian to go ahead and get your soul name here in case you want to change your uh, your name on Twitter. Um, I can't remember which of the other ones, though, but they were gifted to, um, you know, the people that are still alive. But um, yeah, I just think that these look cool. And again, we see so many projects, you know, uh, focused on, you know, maybe cute animals or like, you know, um, people, but not real people. But they were able to kind of do this as like a tribute and, and not have to worry about, you know, licensing and stuff like that. And I just really think that this is cool. It's also an auction, right? That's going to raise money for, for causes. And that kicks off tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern time and runs through the 12th. So we will be able to share with you um, let's see, the 12th is on Saturday. So next week, we'll be able to go back and take a look, Brian, and see what all of these went for and, and maybe see if uh, our predictions here, um, you know, of RBG and Princess Di and others um, ended up being the, the highest bid on, you know, there. And again, Brian, these bids you'll be able to see. So you won't have to worry about a, a blind Dutch auction in this, right? So you'll be able to outbid others. Um, and yeah, there's already some offers on some of these and RBG has a 0.3 offer that's not going to get accepted. Um, but I think it shows that there is some demand for that one versus some of these others. Um, so yeah, I, I really feel like that's going to be the, the one to watch. And then speaking of uh, female led projects, we did have some news last week about um, flower girls which I am excited to talk about um, and more on that in a minute, but they announced a partnership with Dolphin Entertainment on Friday. So this is a collection of 10,000 NFTs launched in December 2021. And they have Reese Witherspoon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Eva Longoria, Brie Larson, America Ferrara, Gary Vee, Jimmy Connors, Brooklyn Beckham, and Keith Grossman as their collectors. They have done over 15 million in sales. They donate 20% of primary and secondary sales to children's charities and also use 5% of primary and secondary sales to collect children's NFT art. Brie Larson features a Flowers Girl NFT as her Twitter profile picture for 2.8 million followers. Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Hello Sunshine shouted out the project as one of several women-led NFT collections. So this partnership is going to bring Flower Girls into uh, TV opportunities, publishing, consumer products, music, gaming, and events. I am happy to announce that the Flowers Girls team will be joining us on the stream later this week on Thursday. Um, so more to come from them. But Brian, this is a really cool project. And again, really cool artwork. Um, you've got some big owners in there, right? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Reese Witherspoon, also, oh, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel herself. But the, the point I want to make and, uh, is that this is another media deal, right? So now we've got, you know, Pixel Vault, Board Ape Yacht Club, World of Women, Long Necky Ladies, Robotos, Toy Boogers, uh, lots of NFT projects that launched signing these media deals, you know, months down the road to further monetize their brand. So what do you think, um, Brian, of Flower Girls landing this, you know, potential media deal? And are we just going to see more and more media deals announced here in 2022? I think we're going to see a ton more. <clears throat> um, I, I, well, I hope so, at least until the end of the year. I think we're going to see um, a lot more collaborations and a lot more uh, different 
uh, just different projects as a whole. We're going to see things change a little bit now that it's gotten a lot more mainstream and we have so much more um, power behind the movement, not just with uh, women led projects, but NFT as a whole. And so I think we're going to see a lot of a whole bunch of really, really cool things that will be happening with non-fungible tokens and crypto and blockchain in general and more women led projects to be uh, spearheading that. I hope at least. Yeah, definitely. And you know, that's something that, again, I'm excited to ask the team about on Thursday when they come on, right? Is, you know, was Dolphin Entertainment the only group that they had talked to? You know, did a that's lot a of people get, hit them up? Get. That's a big get. I mean, Dolphin Entertainment's a publicly traded company, symbol DLPN for any of you stock lovers out there. Um, but also, you know, it's just, uh, you know, another confirmation in the project, I think, right? Like if, if you're a, NFT project and you can land a media deal. I just feel like that screams, you know, so much more opportunity for you and for your, your holders for the future. So uh, a big get there. Um, another project that we talked about uh, last week was star catchers. I just wanted to take a quick peek at that one. Um, I actually saw Klon, the artist of um, cool cats had a star catcher for his profile picture. It didn't last for very long. But this one, Brian, uh, sitting right around 0.31, I believe it was 0.35 last week. So hasn't done a ton of moving. And again, I saw a lot of these pictures on Twitter, um, which is usually a good gauge that people like the artwork. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, now I'm seeing some comments about the the Russell Wilson um, mm. trade. Uh, got the news broken by Ketchy beyond tilted. You know, uh I got oh. it broken to me by Benzinga um, in our Slack channel. So, uh, I mean, I guess shout out to whoever posted it there um, sharing, you know, that news. But uh, uh, sorry if I ruined your your day. Um, you're a Seattle fan. Well, guess what? I'm a Lions fan. So I, I think <laughs> I probably am having a worse day than you, even with Russell Wilson getting traded. So. I guess that's what I'd say. It was uh, old Ryan Faluna. I'll give Ryan Faluna broke the news. Ryan, yep. um, a who's, shout out there. Who's a Bears fan, but we won't talk about that yeah. either. So uh, how about this star catcher here with the, with the cloud, Ryan? This is the one that Klon, the artist from um, Cool Cat, shared, and he owns. I really like this because, you know, it, it just the cloud background, the cloud head. I, I just really think that's very aesthetic there. I do like that. Just one other thing to <clears throat> to mention about Ryan Falona. You guys should check him out um, in the mornings during they do we do live trading on Benzinga YouTube ch uh, channel. So check that out. I think it's from nine to eleven, maybe eight to eleven. Um, nine fifteen to eleven thirty, but those mm -hmm. times vary. Um, yeah, but definitely check it out if you want some good picks, some to start your morning right. Check out my boy. Ryan and uh, we got Zenaids on Zunaid there. Zenaid and also the one and only Money Mitch is Money on there Mitch. as well, and some and sometimes Spencer. Um, Spencer. So, so shout out to him as well. But uh, yeah, yeah. Spence. but uh, you know, so Star Catchers is another one, Brian, that I just kind of watch from the sidelines. Right, there's just mm. not a ton going on. The price is falling a little bit, but it's one of those I wouldn't mind just kind of holding, right, and seeing what yeah. the future you know will bring. Um, cause I, I oh, see the dogs look sweet, the aliens, but these, yeah. these are rare. So, uh, not the ones I should probably be uh, peeking at, but just this artwork just looks sweet. Yeah. I do like those a whole lot. All right. Well, 
Brian, we like to talk on the show, The Roadmap, of course, about roadmaps. And what we get sometimes is these projects that have already minted, they've already done maybe their first roadmap. They decide to announce, you know, a, a new roadmap, right? And kind of a, a follow on. So there is a collection called Alien Friends. Um, and I remember when this one mm-hmm. minted. I remember um, And again, a collection of 10,000. We've got a floor price of 1.56. So, I mean, nothing to sneeze at, right? It's not like this one fell off. But they announced new details on their roadmap. So, March 7th, which was yesterday, they had a kickoff invasion for invasions. But coming up in April, on April 13th, they have Incubator Mint Day, one per friend, um, which you will use for version two or hold for future use. On April 15th will be the free mint day for version two. May 1st, friends clothing drop, some free to holders, some sold publicly for money. On May 20th, they have a UFO mint day. On June 1st, free coin and staking launch. There's that key there, Brian. They're getting into tokens. And then June, a to-be-announced date, New York friends meetup. Brian, this is a pretty exciting roadmap. And, you know, just because a roadmap's laid out doesn't mean it'll all hit, doesn't mean that all the dates will, you know, be followed. But if they can hit on all these things, I mean, you're getting a second NFT for free. You're getting a UFO uh, for free. You're getting clothing for free. And then you're getting a coin and a staking launch later too. That is a lot being delivered here from this team. What do you make out of that roadmap, Brian? Uh, it's it's aggressive, but I kind of like it. I mean, it's a hope. I I think that these are this is one of those uh, projects that can definitely, um, uh, you know, make good on what they say. And so, well, I hope so from what I've seen. Um, and so, I I think that. Although it is pretty uh, aggressive and a whole lot, I I love it. I like it. I love love having the token. I love <clears throat> having you know this utility that will always be there. I, I'm I'm all about it. I love projects that do this. Yeah, and Brian, I don't remember what this one was trading at prior to the roadmap being unveiled. Um, so there's a chance that it did increase a little bit. Here we can see the activity. Oh, it really. I mean, we saw. We saw a bit of a jump there, right? You can see those volume bars on the the bottom, but really, I mean, it, it's almost like the market hasn't reacted a ton to that roadmap. And that almost makes me, you know, think that, hey, maybe people are sleeping on this one. So again, you have until, you know, April, um, April 13th to get in on that incubator mint day. Um, so this is one I'm definitely putting on my watch list and I'm going to have that April 13th day, you know, circled on the calendar, maybe a couple days before that actually. Um, but we'll be talking about this one next month. Cause I, I just really feel like that roadmap, like you said, Brian, very aggressive, but if they can follow through on all those things, um, you know, I just feel like it, it looks very promising for the future. Again, not financial advice. Well, Brian, the last one that I wanted to talk about today um, is a project called Loser Club, which is a collection of 10,000 NFTs. Um, they're, they're rather unique looking. Um, the floor price is currently 0.188. I remember seeing it around 0.12, 0.13 last night. I actually almost did some shopping, didn't get any. And of course, it's up now. 
But the the reason I highlight it is because I did see a couple artists, um, Klan from Cool Cats and also Pablo Stanley from Robotos, you know, highlighted it on Twitter. They bought some. They called out traits. Um, at one point, Klan changed it to his profile picture. Pablo Stanley right there again, the creator of Robotos. So he could have any Roboto as his profile picture, but instead he has a loser club as his profile picture. Um so I thought it would be fun to take a look at uh, Loser Club, just like we kind of did with Wonder Pals, and maybe look at some, some traits that stand out to us. Um, I, I mean, of course, right there, that, that Batman uh, mask looks sweet. But um, Brian, have you taken a look at this one at all or know anything about I, Loser <clears throat> Club? I don't know much about it, but I have seen it on Twitter, and I do like them. And anytime you see one on Twitter, I mean, that usually means that uh, maybe there's some interest, right? So uh, yep. that, that's a gauge I definitely use. Um, you know, I, I was looking at some. I just really feel like I haven't seen this style um, done a ton, um, right? The it's got enough. Neck. The long yeah. neck. It's got. I mean, okay, look at that. The rainbow background there almost looks like chromy squiggles. That's pretty sweet. The one on the right there. Um, with the like iPad or iPhone looking uh, head. I mean, that's pretty sweet. We got devil horns, I think, below that. Lemon head. Oh, there's little lemon friends reference there. That's pretty sweet. Um, man, we got an alien. We got a skeleton. Brian, these traits are, are looking sweet. Um, anything uh, you want to call attention to here? Any of your favorites? Um. I like the limit. I like that guy right there, uh, right in the middle with the bag. The bag? And the skeleton, yeah. Okay. I like the one with the iPad head. Yeah, that one was sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, this is cool. Uh, chat, let us know. Um, what are some of your favorite traits here? Was this a project that you knew? Again, Loser Club is a, a newer one. Um, I remember when the artwork unveiled, it was right around 0.12, 0.13. And the fact that now after reveal, we're trading higher, um, you know, makes me uh, a little bit more bullish on this project than before. So uh, th this is looking good. See, and then you got some of these random ones thrown in. Oh, there you got the cracked iPhone. See, that that's pretty accurate, right? I feel like that's like the, the, perfect, uh, the yeah. perfect description, the, the cracked iPhone. So... 0.21 is the floor price on this prize. Yeah. Oh well, we got a winner. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if the dog likes it, that's that's bullish sign, right? What was that, buddy? My other dog, the sick one, is kind of uh, she started shaking really bad, and I, I don't know. So I was trying to calm her down. Sorry. We're going to the vet after this because that's when the, her appointment is. So thankfully, um, they got her in. Oh man, these dogs see they love it and they'll even they'll, they will die for these things. They love it so much, they'll do anything for them. What is some of the I was just looking at some of these rare Oh, there's some that have a Catman signature on the bottom right hand corner. I just Who's saw that? it's one of the, the rare oh, traits Juan? down there at the bottom where it says extra. Gotcha. So there is, if you click on that, Alyssa, yeah. Um, so look at the bottom right-hand corner here, I Brian. Think I've seen one, yeah. So there's, like, that's kind of cool that the artist signed, like, 94 of them. So almost like a trading card, right? That. Where there's, like, an autographed version then yeah. of, of some. I, I like that. 
We've had um, on Moon or Bust when I was doing that show. I know Logan and Ryan are actually good friends with the guy who did uh, the guys who do Proof of Beauty, but they do that too, and they they sign it. I think that's a really really cool aspect. I think that's really awesome to uh, put into your artwork. I love that, and then I always love the hidden traits. Right? Sometimes yeah. you can't even filter them out; mm -hmm. they're just like in the background they're or something. Put in the metadata, meta. Yeah, I um, I think uh, here's something I don't know if they will admit it, but I I think I did get them to admit it. Um, the dads, crypto dads, I told them that they need to freeze uh, dad jokes in the metadata. Uh, data, yeah. and I think they did, and uh, I wish I could get like legitimate credit for that, but you know it is. There is definitely but, dad jokes as a trait. Yeah, on, uh, I did point dads. that one out, so hopefully they'll because uh, <laughs> I, I was like the first one in Discord. Just saying, just saying. Well, I have them on. Maybe they can say no, we already did it, but we can maybe <laughs> have them on again. But pretty sure I didn't. That was me. No, I, I like these. I, I, I actually really like these the more we scroll through. And also, I, I like the signature there. Um, I might have to take a look at all these uh, different traits. We're running out of time here now. Um, oh, there we got some water even. I mean, there's just some. Did the There was one with a mask, and it looked like uh, the, um, uh, ooh, I cannot remember the name of that project. That was It was really, really big for a little bit, and everyone, Steve Aoki had one. Everyone had one. Um uh, I know Scott are one of the producers. Oni Oni Force. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Um, there was one of them that that one right there, right in the on the right. Is that not an Oni Force kind of looking thing, or am I mistaken? Looks a little Oni Force. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's got a little bit to it. Maybe it's just you know special. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but these are these are cool. Um, again, this is a loser club. Um, you know, it, it still seems sort of affordable, right? I mean, for, for anyone in NFTs, it's definitely affordable under 0.2. Um, but you know, I don't know the roadmap, so I'd have to look at that, right? What future benefits are we getting? See, that's only 0.25, the unicorn head there. Mm. Like that's pretty sweet. I like that trait. Pull up, pull up the unicorn heads. Hurry, Alyssa. We don't have all the time. Oh, and the cape on the right. See, I like that. See that that one right there. I feel like it's sweet. That one on the top right has uh, kind of looks like a Satoshiables, a Satoshi bowl. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's sweet. Like cape, unicorn. Uh, the <laughs> the guy looks a little interesting, but otherwise, um, yeah. So. What do you guys think? It looks like some people in the chat are, are liking these and Zen oh. Bullish, yeah, saying the Twitter gauge, usually very accurate. Uh, again, Brian said he saw some on Twitter. I saw some. And again, the fact that Pablo Stanley and Klan call them out, they change their profile pictures. It's always nice to see artists supporting other artists and supporting projects outside of their own. Um, yeah, so, I mean, this cape trait too. Like, I just think that these all... Um, you know, look sweet. Uh, so definitely one that I am watching, not financial advice. Um, but I will let you guys know, um, if I do end up getting into the, I mean, I don't know if I want to say that, Brian, if I end up getting into the loser club, does that sound <laughs> like something you'd want to brag about? I'm already in it. <laughs> you know, I do like that. I do like that name and the concept, yeah. right. That, you know, the, the loser club and they're kind of, you know, making it, you know, cool. Right. So it, it's kind of interesting. 
Alyssa um, corrected me for a second. It's uh from uh, it looks more like a uh, Akari, the anime reference, not uh. Oh, um, there you go. Yep. And that that's exactly what I was thinking of. That good call, a dog. Yeah, and yeah, it looks like uh, Javon, the artist, um, has shared on Twitter some of the different traits um, and some of the different projects that they are, um, you know, from. So uh, some cool tributes in there. Um, and yeah, I just think it's very interesting. But well, Brian, it looks like we are running out of time here. Um, as you heard me say, we do have um, Flower Girls coming up later this week. Um, we also have a show tomorrow. Um, and on tomorrow's episode, uh, I just want to confirm with, with Alyssa, right? Just nod your head. We have a guest tomorrow. So we have us. We have SVS, Sneaky Vampire Syndicate, joining us again. Um, I had the privilege of interviewing them a couple months ago. And uh, Brian was not with me at the time, but he mm -hmm. is now. And they so recently talked launched... about him like for months now. I love it. I'm yeah, and they it. recently launched the Vampirus mm -hmm. uh, as well. So we'll be able to dive into that. Oh, Look at that. 0. 0.085 for Vampirus. Uh, <laughs> Definitely on my watch list, and we will be taking a look at some of the best traits in that collection tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned for that. Well, everyone, that is going to do it for another episode of The Roadmap. Thank you to everyone who joined us live, watching this show later on replay or listening to us on podcast. And also another big shout out to our friends at FTX for sponsoring today's episode. To find out more and sign up for FTX, click on the link in the description below. And also make sure to say hi and wave to Brian's dog there um, for also helping us pick out some NFTs on today's episode as well. Mm -hmm. Always. He's always happy to help. <laughs> All right, we will catch everyone tomorrow. Stay tuned. You got pre-market prep at the close coming up with Spencer and Joel soon. It's breaking down all the top news for stocks and crypto. So stay tuned, everyone. Take care.